Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Wednesday, March 2nd, 2022. Can you can you say that month again, Jay? March 2nd, 2022. Let's fucking go. Episode 1, March Movie Madness. Third annual March Movie Madness, year one. We decided to find the greatest movie of all time of 64 movies that we just so happened to see every single one of them. Maybe not have found the greatest movie of all time, but the greatest <laughs> movie of all time compared to us. Yep. Year two, we found the greatest actor of all time, which, of course, was Leonardo DiCaprio. We didn't include a lot of the really old actors because we're not really old people. Correct. This year, we're going into the movies. We're not doing every movie year of all time because, once again, we're not very old people. We are trying to find out the best year for movies of the last four decades. Yes, that's four decades. 32 movie years, 1990 to 2021. How is that four decades? That's just how math works, baby. (laughs) We're going to break it down. Year by year, three categories. We're going to have cultural impact. So that's your movies like maybe not box office draws, but your movies like Pulp Fiction, those kind of things. Forrest Gump, even though that was also a box office draw. We have overall depth is the second category. It's just, you know, is this year just have one really good movie? Does it have multiple? And we're going to be talking about kind of the popular good movies, movies like, I don't know, Saving Private Ryan. And then like the best pictures, of course, of the world. And then the third and final category, which is the tiebreaker if needed, we have the domestic box office for the top three movies each year adjusted for inflation, of course, because inflation is going crazy, Ty. Wild. Um, which this was inflation on 2020 numbers. They didn't have the 2021 or 2022. By 2022 numbers, these numbers would be a lot higher. Yeah, I mean, they may break the box office record if they're charging what they're charging now. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Today we're going to get we're gonna get it down to four years. So we have four different eight-team brackets, eight-year brackets, I should say. Um, and we're going to get to our final four. We're going to have one movie from the 1990s to the 1997, one movie from 1998 to 2005, one movie, one year, I should say, from 2006 to 2013, and one year from 2014 to 2021. Those will be our final four. Then we have two other episodes throughout the month, uh, extra release episodes, bi-weekly, where we will review the three best movies and maybe a bad movie, we're not sure yet, um, from each of those years. Overall, patent pending movie scale score, that will be determine the winner. Yep, I can't wait. Mouthful. Let's get into it. Percent of the time, it works every time. Don Stamos. What? We just become best friends. Yep. I don't feel so good. Smash! 
I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. Okay, Ty, so the seating for each one of these four eight-year brackets it's just going to be the order of the years. Um, we didn't want to overthink it because if we were like ranking them, then that pretty much is saying what we think is going to win anyways. Um, yep. It's impossible for an upset to happen if we were to do that based on our logic. Um, so there's not necessarily seeding. We're just going, you know, there's an eight-year stretch, the oldest year versus the newest year from that stretch. We're going to start from the oldest years, make our, work our way to 2021, which means our first bracket tie. We're trying to find the best movie year from 1990 1997 i like to call this category of the bracket we weren't born yet okay i was gonna come up with bracket names and i just forgot so yeah I like this that. is this is the we weren't born yet okay for these movies <laughs> you're correct um you could come up with these names as we go along <laughs> um some facts 1990 1997 1990 the top box office world numbers home alone okay that's a classic Yep. top box office in the united states also home alone yep Top rated on Rotten Tomatoes is Goodfellas. I know that is a cultural classic. And the best picture, Dances with Wolves, which I believe, little spoiler, getting ahead of myself, was also third in the United States box office, adjusted for inflation. Not often do you see a, a movie make $409 million domestically, adjusted for inflation, and win best picture. Yeah, I, I feel like... Uh... As we're going through these older years, we'll see it a little bit more than nowadays because mm-hmm. it's very rare that a Best Picture winner is a box office kind of, you know, making a bunch of money and stuff like that. I feel like it was more common at the beginning part of our bracket here. No, for sure. And I, I mean, I've listened to an Oscar pos- podcast recently when that was kind of the point they made is like in previous years you had movies like they brought up Gladiator. Like Gladiator was a movie. It won Best Picture, you know, jumping ahead. I'm not going to say the year, but it was also a movie people went and saw in the theater. Yeah. Forrest Gump is another example. We'll yep. talk about that in a little bit. Um, we don't really have that anymore. You have your super box office draws and then you have your best pictures. It's not, you know, it doesn't correlate with each other. They're not the same. No, not anymore. Um, 1997 box office world and United States states, the Titanic or just Titanic. Excuse me. Yeah. Top rated on Rotten Tomatoes, LA Confidential and Goodwill Hunting. Ty, you ever seen Goodwill Hunting? Great movie. Great movie. I agree. And Best Picture, also Titanic. We talk about box office winning Best Picture. We didn't mention like the number two movie, number three movie of all time winning Best Picture. Yeah. I mean, this is this is it. This is the really good movie makes a lot of money. Yeah. That's sure. this movie. Um, now, before we jump in, you know, we, we have uh, some uh, resources at our hand because, you know, we may not have seen all these movies. But I, th- I think we have a good uh, feel of the cultural impact and stuff of that nature and depth and just knowing what movies are considered good, aren't considered good. Um, is there anything that stands out right away about this matchup to you, Ty? Um, I, just looking at it, you know, obviously the big box office, big uh, best picture winner thing kind of stands out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goodfellas, huge movie that I haven't seen, mm-hmm. but a lot of, uh, whatchamacallit, kind of impact, cultural impact. Yeah, Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta. It's number one on Ranker's uh, best movie of 1990, so ahead yeah. of Home Alone, which was best picture. Um, outside of that, I, I feel like, um, like, are we getting into this? Are we talking about it? Yeah, let's just talk about it. You don't have to give your answer right away. We kind of have to come to an answer together for the categories. I'm just kind of getting your feel for the movies themselves. Yeah. Just looking, I, I was going to say 1990 wasn't very deep, but as I keep going, there's some, there's some good ones here. Uh, one that jumps out at me is the movie flatliners. Okay. Um, I think that's a ridiculously terrible movie. Um, not this one in particular, but it was remade. And I know there's a lot of people who make fun of it online. 
<laughs> okay. Um, didn't know there was original. Just found that out right now. Yeah, I'm getting to number 22 on the list, and it's The Witches, which they recently remade. I don't think I have to get much further than that. Um, <laughs> talking about cultural, you know, impactful movies, we're looking at Goodfellas, like you mentioned, Home yep. Alone. I mean, they just remade another Home Alone reboot this past year. Made like three um, in the original. Pro- yeah, probably franchise. not going to talk about the reboot uh, when we talk about 2021. <laughs> uh, Die Hard 2, don't really give it much credit because it's the sequel. Like, Unless your Empire Strikes Back, I don't know if I consider, especially when Die Hard is so good, and I don't hear a lot of people talking about Die Hard Two. I don't know about the cultural impact of that. Total are we, Recall. Are we sure people don't like Die Hard Two? I don't know. Oh, only sixty nine percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Con- continue. Uh, Total Recall. You know, is one of those movies people talk about. Hunt for Red October. Edward Scissorhands is a cultural classic. Yeah, for sure. Um, Back to the Future Part Three again, kind of like Part Three. You know, it is what it is. And you have Number Twelve Dances with Wolves, Best Picture winner. We look at 1997, though, in terms of cultural impact. The Fifth Element, that's actually number one. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with that film, if I'm being honest. Titanic, huge cultural impact. Goodwill Hunting, probably the best movie of both Matt Damon and Robin Williams' career. Is that okay to say? Yes. And yep. Ben Affleck's career. Uh, Men in Black, I mean, I don't even have to explain that. Yep. Austin Powers, I don't know if that's the first Austin Powers. Uh, Jurassic Park uh, sequel. Again, it's a sequel, so it gets a little bit less shine, but people do like you know, the Jurassic Park trilogy, Liar Liar. That is the first Austin Powers. Con Air, Starship Troopers. I've heard of all these films, obviously. LA Confidential, like we mentioned, Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Gattaca. Remember Gattaca? No. That's a talking point. I saw that like three times. Gattaca? In high school. Yeah, it was like one of those movies they showed in biology. Is this like where they could like create people? Yeah. It was like DNA shit? Yeah. I do remember that movie. Uh, a weird fucking movie. Hercules was Disney's release that year. Not a huge disney property but um still pretty a pretty decent sized one banging soundtrack Um, selena yeah everyone in spanish class watched that (laughs) i never watched it i think if we're talking about cultural impact ty just looking at the bigger movies we got to agree here because we don't have a tiebreaker system so i don't know what the fuck we're gonna do we probably should have figured that out (laughs) i'm personally leaning a little bit towards 1997 what are you thinking i i think 90 with goodfellas and home alone is is very strong I mean, that's undeniable, but Titanic, Goodwill Hunting, Men, Men in, in Black, Black, Austin Powers, what? Second Jurassic Park, Second Jurassic Park, Con Air, Nick Cage, Nick Cage, everyone fucking loves him. It's close. It, it is close. Um, I, I just slightly lean it because once you get out of Goodfellas and Home Alone, I mean, the, the film, the, I mean, Edward Scissorhands, yeah, to a lesser extent, but um, Dances with Wolves, like. That's not a movie I'm very familiar with, and that was the Best Picture winner. Dances, Dances with Wolves has a plot that was entirely ripped off and remade in another very good movie, and I can't, I can't remember what movie it is. <laughs> okay, that just that awoken something in me. 1990 also has it though. That's true. It does have a very it. famous horror movie, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know. It's close. What are you thinking in terms of cultural impact? Ty? If you disagree, then. <sighs> Look, okay. I, I think we have our category for depth, and then we have our category for biggest cultural impact. Okay. I think Goodfellas is the biggest movie out of all these movies, cultural impact-wise. Okay. I, I Titanic is right there with it, but I, I don't know, man. It's tough. Because then if I'm, if I'm saying, okay, those two cancel each other out, what's the next biggest movie? Home Alone, again, feel like that's Versus a huge movie. Will, yeah, yeah. And I'm just I, I feel like for cultural impact, I would I would say 1990. Total Recall is another really big one. That's fair. Okay. No, you make a good point because you do mention we also have the depth category, which 
for me... Are we agreeing it's 1997? Not even close. <laughs> Got to go to 97. Um, which puts us at a tie, obviously, for moving on, which gets us to our tiebreaker tie, which this isn't fair because uh, one of these movies has Titanic in it and one of them doesn't. <laughs> um, 1990 is the 17th ranked movie or year of these 32 years we're talking about. 1997 is the number one ranked movie. So if 97 gets in any tiebreakers the rest of the way, it's winning all of them. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, right? Um, yeah, I mean, the top three movies, Titanic, 1.2 Bill, Domestically, Men in Black, Half a Bill, Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, The Lost World, almost half a Bill. 2.2 billion, Domestically, versus 1.5. It's not even close. 1997 is moving on, Ty. Love it. Love to see it. That was closer to when we were born. <laughs> Facing off against them, against 1997, will either be 1991 or 1996. Uh, 1991, box office, top movie, The World, Terminator 2, um, same thing for the United States. Top rated on Rotten Tomatoes, Silence of the Lambs. A personal favorite of my dad. Also won Best Picture. Did not know that. Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Um, you put this together, so I thought you might know that. I um, Look, man, I was real tired putting this together. That might not even be right. Uh, <laughs> wow, thanks for the confidence. 1996, we have... <laughs> I just saw Die Hard 2 question mark for 1995 box office when we just said it came out in 1990. Um, <laughs> well, the, okay, no, no, no. I was it, the question mark was I didn't know which Die Hard it was. Okay. It's probably Die Hard three. Um, 1996 Independence Day box office uh, for both the world and the United States. Top rated Independence Day. You spelled Independence wrong on all three of those. Again, I was tired and I copy and pasted. Best picture: The English Patient. Tie um, a movie. I'll be honest, I have not heard of. Yeah, I'm. I was gonna say. I thought you were gonna say not seen. I've never even heard of it. Also. Um, we just look at these lists. I mean, it already seems like we might be leaning 1991 and we probably have to go a little quicker. We spent a little bit of time on just the first matchup. Um, 99 or 1991 cultural impact Terminator Two: judgment day, silence of the lambs, beauty and the beast point break backdraft. Maybe not that big. I don't know why I'm saying backdraft. Um, there used to be a ride at universal studios. <laughs> the writer that. of backdraft just got so much fucking just got so hyped up for being included in that group. <laughs> Um, but that's a solid, what, four that I just mentioned. Yeah, Point Break, Beauty and the Beast, Silence of the Lambs, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Yeah. We're looking at 96. You have The Rock, not Dwayne, um, the movie about <laughs> Alcatraz. Fargo, Frances McDermott. Didn't know she was in that. Wow. Mission Impossible. Big movie. Very big movie. They're still making those. From Dust Till Dawn, Twister. Happy Gilmore. Scream, Independence Day. Okay, so <sighs> just looking at it for biggest impact, though, for me it's – 1991 has three huge movies. T2, yeah. Terminator, again, sequel, but huge yeah. fucking sequel. Like, one of those Point Break's a big better. movie, too. It is, for sure. Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves, people still quote that. My dad still quotes that movie to this day. Very large movie. Silence of the Lambs, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Beauty and the Beast, Disney, classic. It's one of the most impactful Disney movies of all time, I would argue. Why is that? Like, just popular, I mean. Oh, okay. Um... And then I'm, I'm looking at 96, like, I, I kind of, so if we're leaning cultural, I'm also looking at depth of 96, and, like, we get down to number 15 on the ranker list, which, mm. again, isn't a fail-proof way to do this. We know that. But it's 101 Dalmatians. Like, number 20, The Nutty Professor, like, <laughs> we mentioned Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like, it, it seems like this movie might have been just this Romeo year. and Juliet, DiCaprio, Paul Rudd, Space Jam. Oh, that's cultural impact. Space though. Jam, very large. I, but the movies themselves don't seem as good, especially when we're looking at, like, Best Picture winner. Again, Silence of the Lambs versus The English Patient, which we had never heard of. Yeah. I Going through 91, um, it's also not very deep, admittedly. 
Yeah. Which kind of makes this tough because I feel like both of these are lacking in that department. Have we agreed that cultural impacts go in 91? Yeah. Um, depth, I, I mean, top four are fantastic. I, I, I'm yeah, leaning 91. Nothing, uh, well, I was thinking outside of the top four, when I'm actually looking at it, like what else is there? Like really, what else is there? Hot Shot Hook. Hook's a great movie. Father of the Bride. But like, I don't know. We look at 96. We have the dumb movies like Happy Gilmore, like Nutty Professor. I don't know. This is tough. Independence Day. Boys in the Hood, 91. Ice Cube, Adam's Family. That's true. All right, we'll give it We'll give it to 91. We're giving both of them 91, right? Yeah. 91 I think 91 on. moves on on this. To face 1997. 1992 versus 1995. 92, Box Office World Aladdin, United States Aladdin, Top Rated Aladdin, Best Picture Unforgiven. 1995, Die Hard 2, Question Mark, Box Office for the World. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story, United States <laughs> Top-rated Toy Story, Braveheart is the best picture winner that year, Ty. Um, My first comment about these years uh, when I'm looking at them is if we want to talk about cultural impact, I don't think you can look much further than Toy Story because Toy Story spawned an entire new genre of filmmaking of, yes, they already had animated movies, you know, coming up against Aladdin, but 3D animation, the start of Pixar, and we have other movies to talk about, obviously, but... Just that one there alone is just not only culturally impact for just culture, like I just said, but uh, the impact for the industry as well. Yeah, and I mean, it's one of the most successful franchises possibly ever, mm-hmm. um, critically-wise. I, I mean, they all have like 95-plus on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I don't count the fourth one as a movie. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it's. I think that one's kind of, you can't compete with that. I'm looking at the list here, Ty, and I, I think we have like a clean sweep. We might not even have to talk about this that much. I'm gonna read you 92, and I'll just get you, just tell me which one you think is obviously way better. I think you'll agree with me. 92 is Aladdin, Unforgiven, Reservoir Dogs. I'm gonna do top 10. Cousin Vinny, Batman Returns, A Few Good Men, The Last of the Mohicans, Army of Darkness, Wayne's World, Patriot Games. Fuck yeah! I think Last of the Mohicans is what I was thinking of with Dances with Wolves. I can't confirm that. 1995, we have Toy Story, Apollo 13, Braveheart, Die Hard with a Vengeance, The Usual Suspects, Heat, Casino, Seven, Tommy Boy, Jumanji. And if I want to extend a little bit more, we also have Billy Madison, Bad Boys. Mm. Yeah, this feels really quick to me. (laughs) Friday, 95 moves on. Yeah. Casper, remember Casper? I do. I talked about Casper in a recent Yeah, ninety that's that's a long list of movies and that honestly might I don't know, that might win this category. We'll see. It's, 19, it's very strong. Nineteen ninety three versus nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety two was also very weak, so it wasn't we didn't have to also talk about true. It too much. Ninety three and ninety four. Ninety three box office worldwide, Jurassic Park, same as the United States. A lot of these are the same. Uh top rated on Rotten Tomatoes is Schindler's List, which is also the best picture. Now that's the film about the Holocaust, correct? Black and white, yes. Steven Spielberg? Yeah. I think. Um, 1994. Four. Best uh, box office in the world, The Lion King, United States, Forrest Gump. Top rated Forrest Gump. Best picture, Forrest Gump. Now, this is where we have to talk about how how are we thinking about Forrest Gump? Because I feel like you and I have both been on the record of saying Forrest Gump is a little bit overrated. <laughs> Strongly agree with that. But I think it's general cultural impact. And everyone loves Forrest Gump. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's one of the most impactful movies of all time. Then if we're just stay, sticking on 94, you also have The Lion King. Um, you have The Santa Claus, number four. 
it, it looks like it kind of clears up. Shawshank Redemption, that's a big one. Pulp Fiction, that was my example. That's obviously has a huge cultural impact. Yeah. Um, not Ace Ventura Pet Detective. I don't know if that counts. Um, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that's cold. That's culturally impact for my father. Uh, Dumb and Dumber and Ace Ventura. Fuck yeah. Um, this might be his top. Year. <laughs> this was his year. Clerks, The Mask. <laughs> Damn, Jim Carrey. Three big movies in one year. That was 1994. Was Jim Carrey's year. Um, so get a fucking paycheck. 93, though. We're looking at the first Jurassic Park. Huge. Huge impactful movie. We're looking at The Sandlot. Another kind of overrated movie, but, but impactful. Classic, yeah. Groundhog Day. People love The Firm, Dazed and Confused, Falling Down, True Romance, Mrs. Doubtfire, Doubtfire Schindler's List. Um, I think just for cultural impact, I, I think I might personally have a split here, but we'll talk it out. I feel like cu- culturally I'm leaning – Towards 1994, just because of the one-two punch of Forrest Gump and Lion King. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, it's hard to overcome that. Um, Lion King, they just remade it. There's, you know, it's a play on Broadway. Just massive, massive hit. Yeah. Lion King two and a half is still the best one though. And then obviously <laughs> Forrest Gump is going to be one of the most impactful movies on this, you know, entire list. And then we mentioned uh, Shawshank and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And then when we look at depth, though, I originally actually was thinking I might lean 93. But when I'm looking at 94, and you could talk me out of this, we'll see. 94 has the Pulp Fiction. It has the Shawshank. It still has those top two movies, whereas 93, it's like you have your top movies, Jurassic Park, The Fugitive, you know, Groundhog's Day, The Sandlot. Like, yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going down 94, and I'm at, like, the mid-20s, and I'm still like, okay. Like, yeah. these are good movies still. 1993, The Nightmare Before Christmas. We didn't mention that one. That's okay. Big very movie. very st- big movie. I'm still not uh, – going to say it's more culturally impactful than 1994 sleepless in seattle like it, it has some good movies all these have good movies rudy saw that in a uh, psychology class fuck yeah I, I just don't know oh what's eating gilbert great great movie yeah I, I just don't know when i look at it you got three good jim carrey movies you got the pulp fiction you have the shawshank you have <sighs> star trek generations oh, i don't know the more i scroll on 93 there's a lot in here there's a lot in that Robin Hood, Men in Tights, great comedy. Um, going down, Wayne's... Oh, Wayne's World 2. Uh, 1994, Angels in the Outfield. Come on, Ty. Oh. You're an Angels fan. You've convinced me. Um, I, I say I say we go to the tiebreaker. I say these are so close, we go to the tiebreaker. <sighs> Let's hear it. So we have 93 and 94, correct? Correct. Um, I'm not going to say the ranking because I don't want to spoil it for future. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> 1993, the top three movies, Jurassic Park, Mrs. Doubtfire, The Fugitive, made a combined $1.7 billion domestically. Okay. 1994, The Lion King, Forrest Gump, True Lies. Big drop off, but those two carried it. Um, the big difference was honestly Forrest Gump. Honestly, Forrest Gump, if you look like yeah. just the difference. It's a real strong number two. $1.9 billion. It moves on. 1994 moves on uh 1993 was the ninth ranked movie by the way i'm willing to say that now that it is eliminated oh yeah maybe Um, by like people if they're keeping up can use the information you're giving (laughs) to um talk about it okay so we go into the second round of our first bracket already 97 versus 91 we already touched on all the big movies ty the best picture winners of the world um all of that 97 kind of a powerhouse um you know with the titanic with men in black you know jurassic park we already touched on that 91 also not too shabby though ty real strong terminator 2 beauty and the beast silence of the lambs what are you thinking i'm thinking let's let's go through it cultural impact okay titanic goodwill hunting goodwill hunting men in black 
Now, let's recall, 97 lost its first round cultural impact. So, who did, who did it lose to? 1990-90. Okay. 91, though. Is that more? So, is the is Titanic, Jurassic Park 2, Men in Black, Goodwill Hunting, are those more impactful culturally than the likes of Terminator 2, The Silence of the Lambs, Beauty and the Beast, Point Break? I'm going to go with no. You don't think it's more culturally impactful? I don't. So you're I, saying I think 91? 91 takes that category. Boys in the Hood. Okay, what what's your logic there? I just want to get a. Th- I just want to get. I just Terminator T two is like one of the best action movies ever, right? Is that where he says I'll be back? Sure. Or was that in one, and then he was actually back <laughs> in, in two? In number two. <laughs> I just know Terminator two is is a fucking huge movie, um, incredibly well received. Silence of the Lambs is right up there, where it's one of those just remarkable movies that sticks with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's hard to argue against those kind of films okay that's fair that's fair 1997 does have george of the jungle though ty um (laughs) it's another great fucking movie okay but then depth how are we going to attack the depth conversation because 97 you know titanic goodwill hunting men in black you know little top heavy austin powers second jurassic park are you sure 97 is not more culturally impactful i i don't get to vote alone here I i just look at 97 and i'm looking at second jurassic park austin powers men in black Good, uh, Goodwill Hunting and Titanic, those aren't culturally impactful. Like, it is, but it's not to the level of, like, a, ter- a T2 Beauty and the Beast. I feel like, yeah, those are really strong. Okay, but if we're, break. if we're looking at depth, you know, obviously we're not looking at every single movie made this year, but I feel like if we're just looking at the top, like, I, I feel like I'm leaning 97. Again, Titanic, huge movie, best picture, not winner, you yeah. know. Uh, Goodwill Hunting, fantastic movie. We already talked about it. Men in Black started a franchise. The The only good men in black question mark oh um awesome powers a take those are great you know second Jurassic park was good liar liar another jim carrey movie like yep. i just feel like it's, it's the top of 97 is so much better than the starship top troopers of 91 which really only has like two or three like i would say that are in that same ballpark that it's hard for me to say the rest of 97 because you look at 90 you look at 91 and yeah terminator 2 fantastic like you said silence of the lambs is a great movie, like a good movie, but I don't know if it's everyone's cup of tea, sort of say. But I feel like it's one of those movies that people, even if it ain't your cup of tea, you respect the fuck out of it. Yeah. Beauty- it gives you, like, one of the most iconic villains ever. Beauty and the Beast is great, you know, but it's animation. Don't discredit animation. I don't know. I'm just I'm comparing that to Titanic, Goodwill Hunting, Men in Black. What? Oh, this is tough. So I, the way I'm thinking about consistency and, and how we should do that is how many of these movies do you feel like are movies you can – recommend to somebody nowadays and be like hey this is a good movie you should watch it okay type thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. and going through that i think 97 probably takes that okay um just for consistency on how many movies i feel like in here are like those are good movies i want to watch yeah whereas 91 has some good movies and some very impactful movies but not as many Boogie Nights is 1997, Mark, one of Mark Wahlberg's first movies. There we go. Bringing him back two episodes in a row. <laughs> so, for me, I think I think 91 takes the uh, iconic, 97 takes the consistency, and we go to a tiebreaker. Which, as I already spoiled, 97 is going to beat any movie in this ca- in this whole bracket. Well, it's only facing up against movies in its decade. Excuse me for punching my mic. Because it's the number one box office movie on this list. $2.2 2 billion. Um, 91, though. 
came in at 25th, so it really wasn't close. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're with me with that thought process, though, right? No, yeah, I am. Okay. And I think the box office being that different might reflect it a little bit. Granted, Titanic helps a lot. But you look at number two, Men in Black. Number three, Jurassic World. Compare that to 91. Number three is better than number one. Like, I don't know. I just I feel like if, if the, the 1997 it literally made almost twice as much, it's probably a sign that it had more good movies worth seeing. Fuck yeah. More people wanted to go to the movies that year in movie history. Our next matchup, though, Jay. 1995 versus 1994. Yes. Back-to-back years. Um, yep. We look at 95 as a as a callback. Toy Story, Braveheart, Die Hard. I'm going to guess three. <laughs> um, 94's Lion King, Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. And Forrest Gump's a strong one. Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption. But 1995... Okay, so I, I think this is a perfect conversation to have, Ty. Okay. I think if we're looking cultural impact, Toy Story 3, very impactful for the, the genre. Toy Story 1. Toy Story 1. <laughs> um, <laughs> Casino, impactful, but kind of just like another Scorsese, De Niro, Joe Pesci movie. Like, I mean, okay. it's, I, I think it does get lost in the mix. Jumanji, Bad Boys. Like, culturally, it has some impactful movies, but I don't know if that – I think for I think Toy, Lion King and Toy Story might be close to evening out. I feel like Forrest Gump is the most impactful movie we've probably talked about from this decade. So I think I might lean that way. You also have Shawshank and Pulp Fiction in terms of cultural impact for 1994. So I feel like that that cements it towards 94. However, when we're looking at depth, while 94 is deep with the movies like Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption, yeah, 1995 is just a deep ass year, man. With like I I, I read them off earlier, but you know you have Toy Story, Apollo 13, Braveheart, yep. Die Hard 3. Uh, seven. I already mentioned Casino, Jumanji, Billy Madison, Bad Boys, the first one. Like, it's yeah. just got just keeps going. A mer- Friday, yep. which is you know a beloved Casper, movie. Pocahontas, <laughs> Pocahontas. That's actually one worth mentioning. Yeah, um, we didn't even mention it the first matchup. Mall Rats, which is another like cult classic type movie that came out that year. A fucking goofy movie. Fucking goofy movie. The first Mortal Kombat. Um, oh, <laughs> the first one wasn't bad. The second one was horrible. Um, <laughs> I just, no, yeah, I mean, I'm almost a 40, and I'm still seeing movies that jump out at me. I just feel like when we look at depth... Um, Waterworld, e- there's a fucking like a show based on at this Universal, at an amusement yeah. park. Even though 94 does have the Dumb and Dumbers and the Clerks and the Masks of the World, I just feel like when it comes to quality movies, that top 15 or so is so loaded for 95 that it's almost hard to not give it to 95 for that. Yep. So are we going to a tiebreaker? 94 for Iconic, 95 for... We are. Let's see it. Which people were showing up oh, at the theaters. I'm a little upset. We didn't even mention Batman Forever for yeah. 1995. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bit upset because I feel like I feel like the better year lost. Ooh, that's impossible. <laughs> just so you know, I know I just undermined our whole process. Possible. We have a process. We break this down. Um, 1994 with the Lion King, Forrest Gump, and True Lies came in at 1.9 billion. Meanwhile, 1995, Toy Story, Batman Forever, Apollo 13. All domestic release came in at 1.2 billion, meaning 1994 moved on mm. time. Seems like that was the better film or better year for film. Our final matchup of this uh, this group: 1995 ranked 26th. <laughs> 1997 taking on 1994. We just talked about 94. We know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. 1997, absolute powerhouse in the tiebreaker. Yeah, <laughs> um. unbeatable if it gets to that rant, that place. Good thing it won't for the final four. (laughs) (laughs) 
So 94, um, just looking at iconic movies versus 97, so we you, have... The, you have Forrest Gump in 94 versus yeah. the most iconic movie, Titanic, Men in yep. Black. Titanic, yeah. Um, I, then you have Lion King versus Titanic, Men in Black, whatever <laughs> one you're not picking for the first one. Um, but 97 does have the first Austin Powers, like we mentioned. It does have the second Jurassic Park. I, I still I feel like the the iconic and and the big big I, movies. There's a difference between being iconic and being like a good movie. I think we do have to like draw the line at some point. Like Goodwill Hunting is a very good movie. It's iconic, iconic in its own own right, but like the cultural impact of it isn't as big as a movie like Forrest Gump. You know, yeah, like The Lion King. But I, then I again, will say maybe we're not giving Titanic enough love though for cultural impact. Giant movie. Leonardo DiCaprio, heartthrob. That's fair. No, absolutely fair. But again, I, I, I'll I, call it a draw with Forrest Gump. Then you have Lion King versus Men in Black. Okay, I might even give Men in Black a little bit of the edge there. But the, the kicker for 1994 that keeps coming back is the dynamic duo of Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction. Like, those are two movies people still talk about to this day. Incredible. Incredible films. Um, Yeah, no, for me... And 90- those are... that those. Sorry to interrupt, but that's like the definition of like a cult meaning cultural i don't know if that's really what cult classic means but that's just kind of i don't know that's where my head's at there is that what cult classic means i don't know no i think cult classic means like a, like you're in a cult yeah you just fucked with my brain using cult and cultural <laughs> um cult classic something typically yeah i don't know i don't think it's it's not cultural classic <laughs> no it's not I was just... you're just you're drinking the kool-aid in this movie yeah okay yeah no i, I again pulp fiction huge one Shawshank Redemption, huge one. And then, again, that's because they're... And those are just, like, supporting Forrest Gump and Lion King. 94 gets the iconic for me. Then we look at depth, Ty, and I... Again, 94, it's top-loaded, just like 97, with yeah. Titanic, Goodwill Hunting, Men in Black. But then we get down, and yeah, we do have Austin Powers. We do have the second Jurassic Park. And while I love Austin Powers, I think it's a funny movie, I think we could both admit that, like, Pulp Fiction and Shawshank are better than Austin Powers. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I do feel like Austin Powers has its own little thing. Like, I feel like for us, we grew up quoting like Will Ferrell movies. Yeah, this is this is what year did this come out? Ninety four, ninety seven, ninety seven. So like, we weren't born yet. I feel like the the people before us, like this was the movie they quoted. I wouldn't say our parents' generation, but that kind of lost in between generation there. That's that kind of movie for them, where they were quoting the fuck out of it and having a blast. I will say I'm, I'm. This is just one article. They rank uh, the first Austin Powers as the worst one, but then another oh. article ranks it as the best one. So I don't know who to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Can't trust journalists. Yeah, but we were talking about quoting it and stuff. But in terms of being a good movie, like well, if we're think- just comparing those, and it's like Dumb and Dumber too. That's another one from '94. Um, but that's the thing. '94 also has those those comedy movies as well. It does. Of Dumb and Dumber, of Pet Detective, you know. Dumb and Dumber's huge. Dumb and Dumber's just as big as Austin Powers. Okay. I, I think I agree with that. Clerks. Yeah. Big one. The Mask. Big one. Now, you're know. not you're not accounting for Suicide Kings. I don't know that. I've film, never heard that movie either. It just seems like something like, it sounds like a really emo band. And selfishly, Ty, part of me wants to do 1994 for a few reasons. <laughs> Number one, we could put Forrest Gump to the test. We'll choose that as our bad movie. <laughs> that's so unfair to every other year <laughs> and i, I kind of want to watch shawshank and pulp fiction you know what jay and put them to the test as well then we're fucking doing it 1994 wins this part of the category it is the best year for movies before we were born okay okay um 
I no. feel like 97 was the heavy favorite there. We're going to have to determine what movies were. I feel like Forrest Gump, Shawshank, and Pulp Fiction is a solid, like, trio of good movies. Yeah. I would agree with that. But then we're also leaving out, like, Lion King. I don't want to leave out Best Picture, though. I feel like every year we have to do the Best Picture winner no matter what, which Forrest Gump is the Best Picture in 94. So. Maybe we do Best Picture, be- Biggest Box Office. Also Forrest Gump. Oh, no, Lion King. Okay. And then we just kind of kind of choose one that we feel like has culturally. Yeah, it's another. Over Shawshank. Yeah, yeah that's probably fair. And, and then a bad the... one? Are we going to have four movies for every year? Nah, let's just do three. Fuck it. Okay, fair enough. Because, I, I mean, before when it was like an actor, we could choose like a really bad performance. This is like, hey, every year is going to have a one out of a hundred movie. Yeah, fair. We can just choose the worst movie. That yeah. Not every year is going to have a hundred out of a hundred. Fair. There you go. Moving on. Which, uh, yeah, with actors, it might have been more applicable to do the bad movies. 1998 to 2005, what do you call this tie? This is the uh, I was just born category. Oh. These are movies I grew up on, Jay. You're getting creative with these names. <laughs> uh, first matchup is 1998 versus 2005. 1998, the year that we were both born. 2005, the year we lost our virginity. Um, wow. Just kidding. What the fuck? Just, just a joke. Um, <laughs> 1998, box office for the world, Armageddon. For United States, Saving Private Ryan. Top rated The Truman Show, Best Picture, Shakespeare in Love. 2005, Box Office for the World, Harry Potter and Goblet of Fire, Box Office United States, Star Wars Episode 3, The Revenge of the Sith. Fuck yeah. Are Top, you guessing? Yeah. Attaboy. Top rated Rotten Tomatoes, Murder Ball, question mark? I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so Best there... Picture, Crash. Yeah, some of the Rotten Tomato ones were kind of hard. Because it was just like, there isn't like an official thing. It was just like an article of, look at all these really good movies from this year. And most of them I hadn't heard. They were just like small indie films that got 100%. So I tried choosing big ones. None jumped out at me this year. If I'm picking a handful of culturally impactful movies from each year, if I'm looking at 98, I'm looking at Saving Private Ryan. I'm looking at The Big Lebowski. I'm looking at Mulan. I'm looking at Rush Hour. I'm looking at The Wedding Singer, the first kind of big Adam Sandler movie. Or maybe not the first. Not no, true. it wasn't the first. Not true at all. We yeah. just spoke about yeah, so I many know. other ones. You're right. Um, <laughs> I don't know where, why I said that. Uh, a Bug's Life. Eh. Blade. It's like the worst Pixar movie. The Mask of Zorro. I think I'm stretching a little bit there. If we're talking about 19, uh, 2005, Batman Begins, the worst of the trilogy. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I was like, but it, it, is it not the worst of the trilogy? It's the worst of the trilogy. It's still a good movie. Chronicles of Narnia. War of the Worlds. I liked that movie when I was a kid. Weird movie to like Fuck as yeah. a kid, I know. Star Wars Episode Three. Huge. Is was it? it? This was the Harry Potter year, though, right? Yeah, Harry Potter and Goblet of Fire. But it's not the first Harry Potter. No, no, no. It's just a Harry Potter. Steven Jackson's King Kong. King Kong. Huge for, for movies. 40-year-old virgin. Great comedy. I don't know. I, I still feel like if I'm looking iconic, though, I, I personally might lean towards Saving Private Ryan, Big Lebowski, Rush Hour Mulan. I don't know. What are you thinking? Oh, no. I don't think it's even close. I think it's 98. Oh, okay. For iconic. Yeah, no, I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> Fair. Um, then we talk about depth. Again, we have movies like Batman Begins. Narnia, Harry yep. Potter, the third Star Wars. A lot of uh, either sequels or starting a franchise. Was there a second Narnia movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think there's like four. Um, never seen a Narnia movie. Really? Mm-mm. Um, but you have I the, haven't watched them in years, but I've seen them. You have the first of the Nolan Batmans. You have the second, uh, the third of the, the Star Wars prequels. Um, Madagascar 2005, Jay. Madagascar. First one. That's a good movie. That's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. brings everything down. You don't like that movie? I hate that fucking movie. 40-Year-Old Virgin is a good comedy. Yep. Looking at 98, though, again, Rush Hour, Mulan, Truman Show, Big Lebowski, 
Um, Saving Private Ryan, those are all really good movies. The Wedding Singer. There's something about Mary. Yeah, another good one. Blade. Mask of Zorro. I, I think I'm leaning for the clean sweep here for our birth year. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Fucking great film. Lots of drugs. Armageddon. Lots of drugs in that film. Not Armageddon. The Water Boy. The Parent Trap. That's another one that like people like. The Water Boy. Yeah. I think I'm going our birth year for the clean sweep here. Yeah, what I don't know. I'm I'm thinking clean sweep of the first two categories. I don't want to give anything away about box office. I also okay. I also don't know. But ninety eight moves on. 1999 versus 2004 is up next. 94, box office, uh, both the world and the United States, is uh, the first Star Wars prequel, Phantom Menace. Top rated is Toy Story 2, and the best picture is American Beauty. 2004, Shrek 2 is the box office for the world and the United States. Incredibles, top rated Rotten Tomatoes. Million Dollar Baby, best picture. Okay. What are you thinking? So, going through for Iconic, um... What it's ninety nine versus oh four? Yes, iconic. I'm looking at ninety nine here, and we have uh, ten things I hate about you. Okay. Not necessarily iconic. The Sixth Sense, iconic, very iconic. Shyamalan. Office Space, kind of iconic. Fight Club though, very iconic. Green Mile, people love. Okay, The Matrix, iconic. Oh, Matrix, huge. That's yeah, huge for iconic. Yeah, the, the one- South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Yeah. Very, very impactful. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Um, the Iron Giant, another classic animated film. You ever seen The Iron Giant? No. Um, but 2004, Ty. A lot of sequels. That Shrek the year 2. Of the sequel? Spider-Man 2. I'm skipping some movies. I'll get back to them. Um, there's another one. Ocean's 12. <laughs> Kill Bill Volume 2. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Pretty sure that might be the second one. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> Pretty but, sure it's not. They look like they're like teenagers you know they were children when that franchise started right <laughs> so culturally i'm willing just because there's so many sequels like I, i'm i'm willing to just straight up say 1999 with the sixth sense being huge and with fight club also being huge and the matrix especially being mm-hmm. huge yeah however fucking anchorman if i'm talking about the best <laughs> movies we have the best <laughs> spider-man trip movie of the trilogy yup maybe the best spider-man movie of all time Probably number two now, but it's fucking up there. It's fucking up there. Shrek 2, which is a fucking bop. I don't want to overpass I mean, that. Mean Girls, culturally impactful, but huge. Um, but still a great movie. The Bourne Supremacy. Very good. You mentioned Anchorman. Fucking Anchorman. Shaun of the Dead. The second Kill Bill, which you know people love. Uh, the, the Harry Potter. The Polar Express. 50 First Dates. Maybe Adam Sandler's best movie. Yep. National Treasure. National Treasure. The Incredibles. The Aviator. He was nominated for that. Shout out Leo. to anime, Howl's Moving Castle. Napoleon Dynamite, anime. which I don't think is that funny, but it's still beloved. The Notebook, Dodgeball, 13 going on 30. Ray, which Jimmy Fox won Best Actor for. Lemony Snicket, I don't want to talk about that. I, I <laughs> Saw, oh, the first Saw. 2004 is I, Robot? Is This is just keeps going. Dawn of the Dead? Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? The Machinist, that's that one where Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. <laughs> The Euro Day After trip? Tomorrow, Meet the Fockers. Is Million Dollar Baby a really big one? It won Best Picture. Did it? Yeah. It's fucking like 40th. It's 40th on Ranker. <laughs> Hellboy? The SpongeBob SquarePants movie? Don't disagree. You better be saying that genuinely. I am. The Passion of the Christ? Day After Tomorrow? How do you said that? Did you? Oh, you're farther on the list than me. The Grudge? Did you say Miracle? No. Miracle? I, I mean, depth, it's got to be 2004, right? Yeah. I, this might be the deepest... 
which I'm scared to go to our tiebreaker because we said 1999 was more iconic. Oh, I, I really want 2004 to move on. But oh, what's it going up against? Oh, no fucking chance. We're fucked. We're fucked. Oh, no fucking chance. Oh, that's 99's sad. a tank. 2004, Shrek 2, Spider-Man let's just, 2. Let's just reevaluate most iconic. <laughs> Can we just make sure that that's the right choice before we move on? Yeah. I'm not saying what's what's wrong. I'm just saying let's verify most iconic goes to 99. Are we sure about that? Six cents. Very, very impactful. Fight Club, very impactful. But if we look at the overall depth of the iconicness. <laughs> that's true. If we're looking at how deep and iconic movies I, I mean national treasure very iconic <laughs> napoleon dynamite very iconic i and then you go back to anchorman the anchorman, anchorman is I, iconic the born supremacy iconic mean girls iconic mean girls i think for sure spider-man for sure shrek 2 for sure there's still shrek memes and i think that has a lot to do with shrek 2 look they're iconic in little maybe different ways i just i can't in good faith let 2004 be a first round boot all right i'll agree Moving on, 2004. May have found our winner for the cat of the, <laughs> this bracket. Um, 2000 versus 2003. 2000, um, the top movie in the world was Mission Impossible 2, United States, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Top rated Rotten Tomatoes, Chicken Run. I hate that movie. Best Picture, Gladiator. 2003, yep. Lord of the Rings 3 for uh, United States Worldwide Box Office. Finding Nemo, top rated. Lord of the Rings 3, Best Picture. Um, Lord of the Rings is iconic, but it is the third one. Um, but I... Maybe I should stop shitting. I think the third one is the one that won Best Picture, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Am I wrong here? Yeah. Yeah, it won Best Picture. Um, it kind of dominated the the 2003 year. Um, looking at iconic, so yeah, we have Lord of the Rings in 2003, Finding Nemo, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, yeah, the very first important. Kill Bill, School of Rock, X2, which I think is considered the best X Men, The Last Samurai. Tie. I know you love that movie. Fuck that movie. Elf, best Christmas movie ever, possibly. Definitely. Cheaper by the dozen. Okay, that's where I got to draw the line. Uh, 2000, though. Gladiator, Castaway. Very iconic. Crouching Tiger, the Hidden first Dragon. The X-Men, Meet the Parents. Oh, this is X-Men versus X2? Dr. Seuss. I don't know if Dr. Seuss is iconic. American Psycho. Battle of Iconic, iconic. Christmas iconic. Movies. Okay, so if we look at it that way, I think Elf beats out Grinch. Okay. They I'm going to call cash. X2 and the first X-Men a wash. Okay. I don't think it is, but okay. Castaway is a good movie, but I don't know if it's iconic. If you list Tom Hanks movies, that's like the fifth movie you're li- you're saying. That's the one with the uh, volleyball, right? Yeah, never seen. Wilson it. is iconic. Gladiator is iconic in its own right, but again, Lord of the Rings is a massive franchise that won Best Picture. Finding Nemo is obviously huge because it's Disney, but Pirates of a Caribbean is like the fourth biggest franchise of all time. Yeah. No, I look 2003. I I'm sorry, but Lord of the Rings is like. It's one of those things where it's just it destroyed the box office. It won Best Picture. Everyone went and fucking saw it. It was an incredible movie. It was the culmination of a franchise. I I haven't seen any of them, but I can respect <laughs> I can respect what they did there. And we were talking about it earlier how rare it is. I think this is the last big movie that won Best Picture, am I wrong? Um looking through it, like this is the last time the biggest movie in the world was also the best movie in the world. Yeah. And I think that says something. Okay. Am I? Yeah, no, I agree. You with me? Yeah. Depth. I, what do we think in depth? Gladiator, Gladiator Castaway at the top. Very strong. Great film. It's got Mission Impossible 2. It's got, um, 
There's another one I just saw, Miss Congeniality. That's kind of like a weird niche movie. My mom just liked it. That's why I know it. Um, <laughs> Gone in Space 60 Cowboys. Seconds. Gone in Six Seconds. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage banger. Angelina Jolie. A Scream movie. 2003, though, like we already mentioned, Finding Nemo. Great movie. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, you already did yours a little spiel. Elf, you said X-Men 2 is the best of the X-Men. I haven't seen those. School of Rock, the first Kill Bill. I, I, I think I'm leaning for a sweep for uh, 2003. What are you thinking? Seabiscuit, Tobey Maguire banger <laughs> with a with a horse. What year was that? 2003? Uh, 2003, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, not Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Jay. No, it's Once Upon a Time in Mexico, the 34th ranked movie on Ranker. Okay. Uh, Super Size Me. Bruce Almighty. The McDonald's thing yep have you ever seen that yeah i had to watch it in biology i watched it just because i wanted to nice he also he made a second one it's on youtube did he i go check it out holes mm-hmm. jeepers creepers terminator 3 i feel like they waited a long time for terminator 3 that's wild i'm leaning 2003 yeah i think 2003 if you want to send it to a tiebreaker we i don't can. i don't 2003 moves on because if we did 2003 no, no i don't want to know the answer i don't want to know the answer you basically just gave it away but i don't want to know well, in case it comes up later 2000 is ranked 27th so i'll just tell you 2003 is not one of the bottom four movies okay. four years okay i'm fine with that so that way we know it's competitive moving on yes next up 2001 versus 2002 2003 one right yeah okay uh oh one versus oh two two very Two years that had huge, huge moments for history. Not just in movies, but in the world. Um, the Angels won the World Series in 2002. Okay. 9-11 happened in 2001. <laughs> 2001, best picture. Uh, the, the top movie in the world. I just don't even want to respond to that. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, world and United States. Monsters, Inc. Top rated. Beautiful Mind was the uh, best picture winner. Watch that in psychology. Uh, 2002, Lord of the Rings 2, Worldwide, Spider-Man, Domestically, Lord of the Rings 2, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and Chicago won Best Picture Tie. Okay. Um, I'm still recovering from your comment. <laughs> um, I just can't believe you brought up the Angels winning the World Series in 9-11 in the same sentence. Yeah. Um, it's very important years in history. That's all I was getting at there. Uh, 2001. <laughs> so we have the second Lord of the Rings. We have Shrek. We have Monsters, Inc. We have uh, the first Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Huge. Fucking iconic. Huge. Ocean's Eleven. I, I don't know how iconic that is. Um, I feel like it's movie, like though. one of the best heist movies of all yeah. time. Spirited Away. Incredible. The Fast and the Furious. Ooh. Is that the first one? Is yeah, it, it is. It has the Fast and the Furious? Yeah. I don't even see it on here, but yeah, sure. 2002. Maybe I just have like a like a subconscious block on Fast and the <laughs> Furious. 2002. We got the, uh, the second Lord of the Rings opposed to the first one. Super Troopers. Catch Me If You Can. Spider-Man. The first Spider-Man. Born Identity. Yeah. Ice Age. Signs. Eh. Look, Spider-Man's huge. I, huge. I get it. I don't want to discredit my favorite superhero. But when you're telling me it's Spider-Man and the second Lord of the Rings. The first Harry Potter. Versus, isn't that 2001? Oh, oh I thought you were saying like going up against each other. Well, no, it's those two. Yeah, versus the first Harry Potter, the first Shrek, the first Lord of the Rings. Monsters Inc. Like Black Hawk Down. Iconic wise, I just don't know how you can make a case for not two thousand one. You can't. You can't do it. This this literally has like two huge franchises, three huge franchises. As much as I love Spider Man. Now when we're talking about overall depth of the films tie. Just going through here. Um we've Legally Blonde is another important one. Training Day is another these are all O one. A Knight's Tale, Banger. Hannibal, isn't that the 
the Silence of the Lambs like sequel. Yeah, yeah sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, Apocalypse Now. Re- is that different? No. Apocalypse Now. I've mm-hmm. heard of it. Mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious. Didn't even count that in iconic, and I appreciate you for not leaving that out. I said that. Did you? <laughs> oh, well, I said it initially. Yeah, yeah but now when you're just saying the start yeah. of franchises. Yeah. That's the start of a huge franchise. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I'm looking at 2002 while you're doing this, and it's kind of thin. Like, it, it's it's got some good movies at the top. Don't get me wrong. It's got Lilo and Stitch. Um, oh, Ice yeah. Age, Signs. But, like, Signs is, like, M. Night Shyamalan's, like, third best movie. Like, it's not like, you know, like, this movie, I'm like, oh, Signs. Yeah. Um, the Born Identity, okay. I looking at the top the scorpion king like okay spider-man's great but it's kind of spider-man in the second lord of the rings and everything else like i i part of me counterpoint 2002 had eight mile i don't think that's enough (laughs) (laughs) i part of me i think wanted to keep 2002 here because of spider-man one but just spider-man 2001 is just it's deep man it's fucking deep it's yeah it's strong rat race Mm. Uh, moulin rouge which is like victoria's favorite movie kind of weird didn't like it that much Got like cult, cult following with it though, the Princess Diaries. I've heard what of year that. is this? Is this two thousand? It's two thousand one. Yeah, just going on how deep it is. It's moving um, on. Spy Kids. It's moving on. Shallow Hal. What is that? I've heard of that. Jack Black. That's Next up, we have nineteen ninety eight versus two thousand four. Ty. Um, again, two thousand four is also dominant with you know the Shrek two, Incredibles, Anchorman, all those great movies we mentioned earlier. Um, nineteen ninety eight. I feel like kind of squeaked by. Um, it's first round matchup. Whoa, man, that's our birth year. Show some respect. Um, ninety eight iconic movies again to refresh. Saving Private Ryan, Big Lebowski, Truman Show, and that's I don't know if that's iconic. Rush Hour. I feel like those are the three most iconic. Two thousand four though. Mean Girls, Anchorman, which I know where Anchorman stands, but it deserves end, some respect. Yeah, it's the fucking like you know whatever. Um, <laughs> Kill Bill two. I honestly iconic wise like hmm, I don't know. What are you thinking? Spider-Man 2, I know we just eliminated Spider-Man 1. Spider-Man 2 was one of the best superhero movies in the like ever for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, some, some probably still consider it to be the best superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Shrek 2, incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anchorman, very, very iconic. I, I mean, there, yeah. there's no discrediting that. Kill Bill Volume 2, that deserves some love. I um, think Mean Girls, though, is more iconic alone than any movie in 1998. I, I just... What's a more movie, iconic movie? The Big Lebowski? Like Big Lebowski, save that's iconic. Saving yeah, Private Ryan's more really good, good, but like iconic. culturally, Mean Girls is like one of the top cultural movies of our lifetime. Ty, you're not wrong. And even if we're calling it wishy washy with cultural impact, here's how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at the depth of 2004, which we went on the long, 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 long Fuck list it. of bangers. Hell of a list. The depth is gonna out is gonna beat no matter what. And then I look at it, and I said, if we went to a tiebreaker, if we just had to, I'm not going to give out the numbers, but I'm just saying, if we had to, 2004 would win the tiebreaker. So I feel like yeah, we for me, there's, there's if just... it's a tie and a win, that's already enough. And then if we just looked at the tiebreaker, just in case, we maybe want to give Iconic 1998. It's not even close, because 1998 is the 29th ranked movie, or 29th ranked year, box office-wise. Mm. People weren't showing up. They were too busy having babies. Yes. Us. Yes. They're having us. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, 2004 <laughs> is moving on, Ty. Yep, next up, 2003, 2001. Now, I'll be honest, I don't remember which year it was, but I know one of these years is going to win easily. Uh, <laughs> I think it might have been 2003. <laughs> um, you were just doing some, you were, you were looking ahead? Well, no, I just remember talking about it 
there was one of these years that was like, okay, this movie, because it had Harry Potter and it had all that stuff. Um, 2003. That is 2001. That has Harry Potter, the first Shrek, the first Monsters, Inc., um, the start of Fast and the Furious, the first Lord of the Rings. Very iconic. Ocean's Eleven. Legally um, Blonde. 2003 has the powerhouse Lord of the Rings 3. It has Finding Nemo. It has Finding Nemo and Monsters, Inc. probably even out. But it also has Pirates of the Caribbean. It's got its own franchise starter. Kill Bill. Yep. Okay, so let, let's 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 even this off. Let's say Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings cancel each other out in terms of being iconic. Okay. One did win Best, best Picture. The other did not. But, I mean, one's the origin story. <laughs> Okay. Well, the I think it's number one. two. I think it's just the middle child. Willem Dafoe is in Finding Nemo. Who does he play? Does he play Marlin? Marwin, whatever his name is. No, he definitely doesn't play Marlin. No, he de- he's it. He's uh he's the uh, the fish with the fucking cut on his eye in the tank. Oh, okay. Right? I don't know. No, um, he is. Yeah, when he gets captured and there's the fish who has like the scar or whatever, and they try and get him to go into the filter. Yeah, that's your. That's laptop. my bad. That's on me. He's definitely that guy. Anyways, Lord of the Rings, let's say they cancel out. Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc. cancels out. Okay. Are we saying, um, let's just compare Fast and the Furious and Pirates of the Caribbean. Cancels out? Okay. Fast and the Furious has more movies. Pirates of the Caribbean, I think, made more money? No, that can't be right. No, 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 (laughs) no. Maybe per movie. I don't know. Those last (laughs) few Fast and the Furious movies made a shit ton. If those all... Okay, but you said Fast and the Furious, Pirates of the Caribbean... We're forgetting Harry Potter is I, that also. That was going to be the, the clinching for the iconic. Okay. That was the clinching factor. That seems like the clinching factor. I mean, it's the, the second biggest movie franchise of all time behind Star Wars, right? Yeah, I, I think so. I think I'm with that. And that's the first one that kickstarted that I've never seen because we're anti-Harry Potter, but I can respect it. So it wins. Well, if like, you're trying to move it on, you may have to watch that movie, my, my guy. Um, so... If it wins iconic, then we talk about depth. Again, we're talking about movies like Ocean's Eleven, kind of when we get down there, Training Day, Hannibal. um, O3, just still going down, Freaky Friday, Bad Santa. um, Well, I was just naming 2001. Oh, oh. But you're fine. No, now we're going against each other. Okay. Um, You name one, I'll name one. Versus Santa. Legally Blonde. Bruce Almighty. Um, Rush Hour 2. Holes. (laughs) The first Jeepers Creepers. The second Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> I knew that was on there. <laughs> Zoolander. Okay. Give Moulin me a minute. Rouge, like you said. It's not going to count Rat Race. I'm not going to do it. The Princess Diaries. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think I'm – what number is that? I'm on Spy Kids at number 40. Yeah. See, after 40, there's a drop-off in 03. I can't, Harbor. I can't use any of these in, in good faith. I can't throw this out as a defense. Comp, nope. 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 American Wedding. 2001 is moving on. I think that's the American Pie one. 2004 versus 2001. We got to speed through this, Ty. We're at an hour. Yeah, we're only halfway through. We're not even halfway through. We still got to get the winner here. 2004 versus 2001. It's the battle of Shrek and Anchorman and Spider-Man 2 versus Pirates and, you know, all those things. Um, and in, ter- uh, in terms of iconic franchise starter, I think you look at Pirates, you look at Harry Potter, you look at the first Lord of the Rings. As much as I love 2004, we almost we said that 2004 was less iconic than its first first round matchup. Yeah, I think we have to give it to 2001, right? Yeah, no, I think so. But when we look at depth, I, I don't think there's a year we've talked about in this category that's deeper than 2004. We don't have to go down the list again, but just it's a lot. It's been the deepest movie, right, of these eight. I I would say so. And yeah. By that logic, tiebreaker, which Let's goes to box go office. to box office. 2001 versus 2004. Yes. Tell me the big three. You just cheered. You had a favorite. 
<laughs> I did. You're like the umpire who's like, fuck yeah, he struck out. 2001, United States adjusted for inflation. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Lord of the Rings, the first one. Monsters, Inc. for a total of 1.5 bill. Mm, okay. 2004. I feel, like I feel like that's pretty middle of the road. I feel like we could go either way here. It is the uh, 18th ranked. You're not You're not supposed to fucking oh. tell me, Jay. 2004. Do you not have the sheet open? Not the ranking one, no. I'm, I'm finding out with oh. you right now. You're telling me. 2004. Shrek 2. Spider-Man 2. Mm. And The Passion of the Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just going off of my gut here. 2001, a lot of franchise starters. You don't get as many people turning out for those. 2004, a lot of sequels. That's when the fans And The Passion of the Christ. And, and, and Jesus. Christianity is very popular Jesus in showed up. Uh, 1.7 bill. It moves on. 2004 is our 1998-2005 finalist. Wow. Who would have guessed? Oh. <sighs> This is a lot of work. I forgot how much work March Movie Madness is. Yeah, it is. Let's take a break. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Okay, time to start the second half of March Movie Madness. Figuring out the other two finalists. We might blaze through this at a a quicker rate, maybe get through (laughs) it in 30 minutes um, opposed to an hour. So we'll see, though. You already know how long the podcast is, so you'll see if we achieve that or not. 2006, uh, top movie in the world in the United States, Pirate. Pirates, Dead Man's Chest, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, Ro- Casino Royale was a top-rated movie, and The Departed won Best Picture. 2013, Frozen, Frozen was top in the world. Hunger Games, Catching Fire, top in America. Gravity, top uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I got the hiccups all of a sudden. And 12 Years a Slave was the Best Picture winner. Ty. Yes. Thoughts? Um, let's rock off Iconic. Um, looking at Iconic, you got a Pirates movie, you got a Cars, you have the X-Men movie. This is 2006. Yep, 2006. Um, oh, wait, this calendar gross. I may have. Bro, those come out this year? Yeah. Yeah, we're cool. Night at the Museum. Okay. Fuck yeah. Um, it's we, not a lot, though. It's, it's really not at all. In terms of culturally. But then we look at 2013. Casino Royale. Yeah, they do have a James Bond. Yeah, but it's like the forgotten about James Bond. Yeah. Um, 2013, though. Yeah, Frozen. Like, undeniable. Um, undeniably the top movie here. You have Hunger, Hunger Games, Games. Which you was a pretty big franchise. The Wolf of Wall Street. Fuck yeah. Iron Man 3 is like I, The Conjuring. Okay. I don't know. I feel like neither of these movies maybe have the iconic, maybe just because they're both newer. Um, but I feel like I, I slightly lean 2013 personally, just because 20, 2006 Cars is pretty much it. And even though it's my personal favorite in terms of cult classics, like it's not really a cult classic. Like people don't like cars. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's culturally, you know, it's not very well respected. And yeah, it's got Pal a Nights, though. Yeah, but... No, yeah, I'm cool. 2013 gets iconic. I mean, you just can't... Un- it's undeniable how many small children were singing Let It Go. 
Uh, I'm not a small child, and I was singing. Um, then we look at 2013, though, the depth of the movies. Um, Wolf of Wall Street, Snowpiercer. People really like that movie. Yeah. Um, Her, which we've reviewed before. Prisoners, yep. which we've reviewed before. This um, is all 13? Yeah. Okay. Dallas Buyers Club. We're the Millers. 12 Years a Slave, Best Picture winner, like we said. Lone Survivor, I haven't heard of that. American Hustle. Yep. Great Gatsby. Like we said, the Hunger Games movie. Like, there's a lot of the worst Iron Man movie, but there's Anchorman a lot 2, of... Uh, the worst Anchorman movie. <laughs> Gravity. <laughs> there's a lot of good movies in this year, Ty, in 2013. Despicable Me 2? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm scrolling down here. 42. 2013, yeah, obviously. 2006, like, again, it's like Blood Diamond. Okay, that's like a B-level Leo movie. The Departed, I know that's a good movie, but, like, Pan's Labyrinth. Again, Cars isn't that good. Over Not the hedge. Libre. Like, it's just 2006 kind of lacks, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, um, let's uh, – 2013. When's this? Moving on up. Next up, 07 versus 2012. 2007, best uh, – the top box office, Pirates at World's End for the world, Spider-Man 3 for the United States. Ratatouille is the top-rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Shout out Riley. No Country for Old Men is the uh, best picture winner. 2012, The Avengers is both the world and – um, United States, Argo, top rated, Argo, best picture. Talking about iconicism right here, Ty. The oh, fucking Avengers. What a word, iconicism. The fucking Avengers, man. I know it's the, the fifth movie or whatever it is, maybe not fifth, um, in no. the MCU, but it's the fucking Avengers, dude. Yeah, it's the team-up movie. It's the first movie that brought movies together. Yes, like, it, it broke boundaries. And you look at 2007, like, Ratatouille, look, man, until they released the ride in Epcot just recently – that they got off of the Paris one, they didn't even have merch for Remy in fucking Disneyland. Come on, oh. how iconic can he be? Sorry, Riley, she's sleeping. But I don't think you need to do that to her. Um, Super Bad is the most iconic movie of 2007, and it's a dumb comedy. Okay, but 2012, you have the Avengers, you have Django, you have The Dark Knight Rises, Silver Linings Playbook, 21 Jump Street. You got all these iconic I, movies. I mean, just quick glance, and the depth is much better as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it, this is a very quick. Very How much quick. of this is just we've seen more movies from the the later? Well, I don't know because I, actually I am scrolling down on 2007, like a couple of these different ones. Um, you have 300. You have I Am Legend. Um, you I think have, 300 came out 2006 maybe. I don't know. I saw it on my 2006 list. Ooh, you did in calendar gross, not in, in year release. I'm on Ranker. I don't know then. <laughs> I'm on 07. I have in year releases box office for movies that came out this year. 300, though, is still not a great movie tie. Compare that to 2012, like I said, The Dark Knight Rises, Django, Skyfall, The Avengers, Wreck-It Ralph, Silver Linings Playbook, 21 Jump oh, Street, Silver Playbook, so Lincoln, good. Life of Pi, and Looper. That's your top 10. Ted is in there. Argo's in there. Jack Reacher's in there. Zero Dark Thirty's in there. Brave is in there. <laughs> just, just arguably the worst Disney movie in quite a so. while. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man? He was amazing. The Amazing Spider-Man versus Spider-Man 3. What's the better movie? Oh, I like Spider-Man 3 because it's so bad. <laughs> Don't make me choose. I, I personally lean 2012. 2012, moving on. Okay. You ne- don't have to convince me. Next up, 2008. Yes, yep. 2008 yep. versus 2011. 2008, The Dark Knight was uh, worldwide and the United States and the top rated on Rotten Tomatoes and Slumdog Millionaire. Movie re-reviewed that I loved was Best Picture winner. 2011. Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2 was the uh, win- the top of the world in the United States and the top on Rotten Tomatoes and the artist won Best Picture. Ty, just 
early indications I feel like 2008 might have the um, the advantage here. Look, man, the Dark Knight. <laughs> it's the fucking Dark Knight. And then it's Iron Man. The first Iron Man, yeah. That's, that's fuck Indiana Jones for box office. That's the third one. Fuck that. Um, look, those two are huge. That's hard to beat those. You do have the culmination of the Harry Potter franchise in the final film. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this 2008 still? This is 2011. Okay. Going up against it. The you, final Harry Potter. Like, that That deserves some love. It does. You also have Thor and Captain America, correct? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you do. Which also deserves some love. Fast Five. Best Fast and Furious movie. Bridesmaids. That's a very large comedy. You can't deny that in 2011. But, I mean, is that more iconic than uh, Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> okay, look. I don't like this. But we're going three most iconic. You have Dark Knight, Iron Man, and the first Twilight. <laughs> Those are very influential. Okay, versus the top three most iconic from 2011. You're looking at the end of the Harry Potter franchise. Thor and Captain America. Fast Five. Bridesmaids? Yeah, I think it's 2008. Okay, 2008 wins that first part. Um, looking at depth. Um, going down the list for 2008. It's got like Marley and Me, Bedtime Stories, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Um, kind going of down thin after that. It's almost Slumdog like a, Millionaire. Yeah, Slumdog Millionaire, of course. Um, fantastic. Step movie. Brothers. Also a fan- Super a great fucking movie. iconic. We're talking uh, about Pineapple. Tine- Either way, Pineapple Express. 21. It's the uh, Counting Cards. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at 2011, though. You're like, yeah, you have the culmination of Harry Potter. Yeah, you have Thor, not a great movie. You have Captain America. Decent movie for mco standards yeah fast five is great but like i don't know i just kind of see a lot of slop in 2011 like crazy stupid love one of my favorite romantic comedies though is that enough to push it over the edge though <laughs> i don't think it is Moneyball. Ooh, i do love Moneyball. incredible baseball film it deserves love I, I i'll be honest i feel like both of these are not that deep i agree i think there isn't like a holy shit in the depth for either of these years Mm-hmm. Um, forgetting Sarah Marshall, but like I, I feel like I'm having to like scroll, scroll, scroll one, scroll, scroll, scroll. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, we could send it to a tiebreaker, even though we already gave most iconic 2008. Just to see, it's up to you. Send it, send it to the tiebreaker. But if I don't like the outcome, I may just choose a year. <laughs> uh, 2008, The Dark Knight, Iron Man, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, 1.5 bill. 2011, Harry Potter's Death of the Hallows Part Two, Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2, only 1.2, Bill. Wow. When you named the movies, I thought this was going to win. 2008, What you didn't on. realize is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was the number three movie, did the exact same as the number two movie, Transformers. Like, people fucking liked that movie. Well, not liked it, but wanted to go see it. Indiana Jones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stupid fucking <laughs> Did not movie. like it. I take that back. Aliens. Um, they probably brought aliens in. Uh, <laughs> 2009 versus 2010. 2009, the best picture or the uh, top grossing movie worldwide, United States Avatar. Up was Rotten Tomatoes, The Hurt Locker, be, uh, Rotten Toma- uh, Best Picture. 2010, Toy Story 3 was the top grossing movie in the world, top grossing movie in the United States, top rated Rotten Tomatoes. And The King's Speech was the uh, best picture winner. Ty, anything that jumps off the page to you? Uh, 2009, in year release, Avatar. Very iconic. Yeah. Hugely iconic. Um, the Hangover. It's another one of those really, really big comedy movies that mm-hmm. deserves love for uh, how iconic it was. Mm-hmm. The Blind Side. 
I don't know if that's iconic. I fucking but love that movie, though. I love it, but I don't know if that's iconic. <laughs> I fucking iconic love that type. movie, though. <laughs> um, jumping to 2010 for iconic movies. Toy Story 3. Inception. Inception. Shutter Island. Vigorously iconic. The first How to Train Your Dragon. It spawned a franchise. We're giving love to franchise starters. That did Despicable spawn Me. A very large. That also spawned a very large franchise. Um, the Social Network. Here's huge. here you go for a cultural classic. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> Which year was that? 2010. Okay, that wins. <laughs> Just everything. No, that's the but best movie year of all time. It wins cultural impact, I think. Okay. Just looking at these: Toy Story three, Inception. The, the social network for how good it was and everything, like, that's a that's a very good film. And Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is, that's like the definition of a cult classic. Okay, I'm going to rattle off some movies from 2009. Compare that to the movies you have from 2010. 2009, we have Up. We have The Princess and the Frog. We have Avatar. We have uh, uh, Star Trek remake. Eh. Fantastic Mr. Fox. The Hangover. Zombieland. Inglorious Bastards. Sherlock Holmes. Monsters vs. Aliens. I kind of feel gross saying that. <laughs> Zombieland 09. I said that. The <gasps> Hurt Locker. What? Did you say Law Abiding Citizen? I didn't. Because Law Abiding Citizen came out in 09, Jay. <laughs> Law Abiding Citizen, and that might be the end of the list. Okay. Versus 2010, if we go back to the top here, we have Inception, Toy Story 3, Shutter Island, True Grit, The Fighter, How to Train Your Dragon, Easy A, eh, Tangled, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1, Black Swan, Despicable Me, Kick-Ass, The Social Network, Scott Pilgrim, The Town. Yeah. Seen the last thirty minutes of that movie it was fantastic. Mega Mind, the other guys, Jackass, the King's Speech. Did you say that? No, the King's Speech with one be- <laughs> one best picture. Okay, Hot Tub Time Machine, Iron Man Two, fucking Hot Tub Time Machine. I think twenty eleven, personally, wins depth as well. Oh, I feel like you just stopped reading, or so you can choose. The- 20, okay, twenty eleven. Thank you. Yeah, because I agree. Two thousand nine versus two thousand ten. <laughs> <laughs> you just said a year that wasn't in the running. So 2010 is moving on. 2010 moves on. 2013 versus 2012. So 2012 is the year of the Avengers and, you know, um, I believe the Dark Knight Rises and all of those movies we talked about. Yep. And 2013 was the Frozen year. Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Gravity, 12 Years a Slave. Mm. What's jumping out to you, Ty? I, look, man, it's hard for me to vote against the Avengers. Fair. That's just, that's so much. That gets so much credit. Yeah. But. Uh, Iconic wise, though, in 20, you have uh, Wolf of Wall Street in 2013. Frozen. Frozen's probably not as big as the Avengers, though. I don't know. Hunger Games. I don't know, man. These are two really good years. Uh, the winner of this bracket might come from this year. Yeah. I, so let's go one one versus one. In terms of Iconic? Yeah. So it would be the Avengers versus Frozen. Frozen. Two versus two, we have the Hunger Games or the Dark Knight Rises, the end of a franchise, the beginning of a franchise. We also have a Hunger Games in 2013, but we also have Wolf of Wall Street. In which year? 2013. 2013 take it then? I don't know. It's close. Let's call it a tie. Let's look at depth for now. I kind of feel like I almost want to call that a tie too because 2013 has the Avengers, has Django, has Dark Knight Rises, Wreck-It Ralph, Silver Lines Playbook, 21 Jump Street, Life of Pi, Lincoln, um, you know, Argo, yeah. Ted, it's got great movies. It Zero does. Dark Thirty, Pitch Perfect, Perks of Being a Wallflower. But 2013 has Snowpiercer, Wolf of Wall Street, Her, Prisoners, which we didn't like that much. Frozen, eh. Dallas Buyers Club, <laughs> Twelve Years a Slave, American Hustle. Yeah, I feel. Oh, I, this is the end. That's funny. Forty two, 
Oh fuck! Gravity. Man. Are we gonna rock a double tie? We're the Millers for the. Oh, give it to me. Give me box office to break the tie because we can't choose either of these categories. 2012, The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, and The Hunger Games. The first one, 1.7 bill. Okay. 2013, Hunger Games: Catching Fire, Frozen, Iron Man 3. It's not even close. Tie 1.3 bill. 2012, moving on. Damn. Wolf of Wall Street. We're not going to re- review for a third time on March Movie Madness. <laughs> we could have. We should have just. We should have just fucking. No, we're not cheating our listeners, Ty. But we could have. 2008 versus 2010. This is the uh, the Dark Knight year yep. versus the uh, Toy Story three year. <laughs> that just won everything in that year. Um, Iconics wise, again, the Dark Knight. Yeah, it's the second one, but it's the one everyone talks about. Perhaps the greatest superhero movie of all time. Infinity War, we would probably say, but it also has Iron Man. Yeah, it also has Wally. Um, little th- Kung Fu Panda, little thin after that. But if we're just talking about iconic right now, pretty fucking iconic. Very iconic. We're looking at uh, 2000. Uh, what is it? 2010 versus 2008. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of links open. Toy here. Story three, Iron Man two, Alice in Wonderland, Inception. That was the other iconic one. I think we we gave some love there. If we're talking about culturally iconic, though, two thousand eight. I, yeah. I feel like two thousand eight easily. However, two thousand eight, you get past the Dark Knight, Iron Man, Wally, just a, a tremendous trio. That's going to cover a lot of weight. You get past those three, and it's like, yeah, there's like good movies, but I wouldn't say any like. Uh, Tropic Thunder, maybe, but like Hancock. I, I wouldn't say any of these good movies are like stand out like in any specific year. Like those movies could have been 2010. They're, they're probably the even with like 2010s average. Slumdog movies. Millionaire. Oh, good point. Good point. Good great, point. Great fucking film. Tropic Thunder is one of my favorite comedies. Step Brothers is my favorite yeah. comedy. 2010, we have Inception. We have Toy Story 3, Shutter Island, The Fighter. Very good. All very good. Mega Black Mind. Swan, Despicable Me, Kick Ass. It actually the social network though it's got the social very network. good. It's got the social network. <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, we gave iconic to 08. We're accepting Scott that. Pilgrim versus the World 2010. Oh my! I don't know. This is hard. The other guys 2010. Mind. I feel like 2010's a little deeper. I just do. The town. I think you're right. Like I feel like it has more. Easy A. Kick-ass, Despicable Me. I feel like it has more top-level movies. Easy A doesn't get enough love. I didn't even say it. Black Swan. I might have said that. The Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Tangled. Like, Hot Tub Time Machine. Kick-ass. Okay, we're going on to the tie. 2008 versus 2010. Tiebreaker. I believe one of these was already a, in the tiebreaker. It was. 2008 was with the Dark Knight, Iron Man, Indiana Jones with 1.5. Bill. 2010. Toy Story 3. Alice Ooh. in Wonderland. Oh. And Iron Man 2. 1.2. Bill. 2008 is moving on. Let's go. Scott Pilgrim out of the running. I'm okay with that. Too, that. But is it a banger enough to beat 2013, 2012? <laughs> this is, I I had a feeling it would come down to this. This is just two iconic comic book movies coming up against each other. <laughs> this was a little predictable. Why do you say that, Ty? The Dark Knight versus the Avengers. Okay, so I think the Dark Knight is better than the first Avengers. We can agree on I would agree. Yeah. Iconicism. But then we have Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, we have and the Wall-E. end of the. But then Iron Man goes against the Dark Knight Rises. And I, I think, I think Iron Man is far more iconic than I, Dark Knight Rises. I would agree, just because the Dark Knight was so iconic. Okay, okay. Oh, but then 2012 is 2012 is good, man. To it too. Hunger Games start. Skyfall, Ted. That's funny. Django. We've both admitted we love that. Twenty One Jump Street, Silver Linings Playbook, Magic Mike. Should we review Magic Mike? 
I think iconic wise, it's close because of the trio: Dark Knight, Iron Man, Wally. I'm willing to give. I'm willing to give 08 the iconic. Really? I I was gonna say a tie. I it, I'll, I'll say that, but I, I think in turn we have to say 2012 was deeper. I I just don't know how you can argue against you know Django. Yeah. How you can like? Does 2008 have a movie as good as Django? One. One good movie as good as Django. I fucking love Django. I think The Dark Knight probably is that movie. Yeah, you're probably right. Respectfully, but um, Django is a fucking great movie. Okay, but then on top of that, you have Silver Lang's Playbook. Slumdog Millionaire. 21 Jump Street. Actually, wow, I can... Slumdog Millionaire, yeah. We, I think for a fact, we yeah, can Slumdog see if Slumdog Millionaire is very good. But we have scores for both of those films. Like, I can tell you right now what we thought of those comparatively. But 2012 also has Ted. It also has Zero Dark Thirty. It also has... You gave Django two Moonrise points higher Kingdom. than Slumdog Millionaire. Just throwing that out there. I'm arguing for 2012, so that fits my narrative. Yeah. For depth, which means it goes to a tie. 2008 versus 2012 in a tie? Yeah. I. This is. 2008 is getting by with the skin of its teeth, having three tiebreakers. <laughs> but it's just. It's because it's, it's an iconic year that's not very deep. Let's be honest. Yeah. I think it's very top heavy. 2008, Dark Knight, Iron Man, Indiana Jones, and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. 1.5 bill. Talked about that third time. Okay. 2012, The Avengers, The Dark Knight Rises, The Hunger Games. Also had a tiebreaker last round. Okay. These years are just so good. Yeah. 1.7 bill. It's moving on to the final. 2012? 2012. The year the world was supposed to end. Fuck yeah. And little did we know it was going to give us the best movie year in that eight year span. From 2006 <laughs> to 2013, whatever it was. Um, finally, to wrap it up, 2013 to 2021, Ty. 2014 to 2021, Jay. 2014 to 2021. Some sad years to talk about, okay? Mm. Well, at least it'll be easy to get through some of these quick. To 2021, we have Spider-Man No Way Home, and we have everything else. I mean, we have Judas Whoa. and the Black Messiah. Shang-Chi. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to say how iconic the 2021 movies are going to be when we're still living in it. Because Dune could very well be super iconic. Are you aware that it's 2022? Okay, but shut up. Um, <laughs> Dune. three months in. It's got the Suicide Squad. Like, it's got some good movies, you know. Some very good movies. Uh, but in terms of iconicism. Encanto. In terms of iconicism, Spider-Man really, you know, takes it home. Just be, they, they broke fucking barriers, man. They just did. Very true. But also, it, looking at 2014, what's it up against? Guardians. Not, Guardians of the Galaxy. Captain America, Winter Soldier, Lego Movie. I think the third, this Spider-Man's more iconic than Guardians. I think you're right. But it's also got Captain America. Interstellar. It's also got Interstellar. It's also got American Sniper. It's also got Big Hero 6. It's also got the Lego movie. Divergent? Wasn't that the other? Wasn't that like the Hunger Games kind of young, young adult novel? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I It's tough. It, it's tough. I, I feel like... It's just hard, though, because Dune could be a massive movie in 10 years. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're just so close to it that it's hard to separate that. Encanto. Like, that is getting so much love. Musically, that could be viewed as one of Disney's best movies in a couple of years. I think it's getting a lot of love now. I think, And if, then you get the culmination of Spider-Man. I think we know for a fact that's that's the biggest yeah. movie out of all these years. Mm -hmm. 2014, and we talk about depth. We'll, we'll circle back to that. Okay. Talk about depth. 2014 is pretty deep. It's got some good movies. But, I mean, Birdman was its best picture winner. I didn't even go through all that. Um, yeah. 2014 was the best picture. Uh, Birdman was the best picture. American Sniper, American Box Office, Transformers, Age of Extinction, uh, Worldwide Box Office. Selma was the uh, top rated on Rotten Tomatoes. 2021, you have Spider-Man No Way Home, 
both you know domestically and in the state and international judas and the black messiah tbd for best picture probably the power <laughs> of the dog um Ugh. which you don't like i don't think you liked birdman very much and i don't think you like power of the dog very much i like birdman more than power of the dog i'll tell you that much I, maybe it's recency bias though i'm not gonna like free guy is not a movie i'm gonna petition for it was a good movie but it was fine it was an average movie it, yeah it goes it up is against what it is any average movie but like you got two banger Marvel movies and a three, a, a kind of bad one. Three, I two fucking love it. I knew ones. you were gonna shit talk Eternals. Don't I do was it. Talking Black Widow. Oh, um, you have Suicide Squad. You have West Side Story. You have. Uh, it's tough, actually. It's kind of thin after that. But you have Raya. You have Encanto. You have Mitchell's yeah. versus the Machines. Yeah, Mortal Kombat remake. Twenty fourteen's deep. I don't know if it's that deep. I I honestly thought the past two years were just gonna get blown out of the water, and the fact that twenty fourteen's letting twenty twenty one survive. That tells me 2021 should win. But 2014 also has the Lego movie. It just it has Interstellar. It has American Sniper. But That's true. Guardians of the Galaxy. Winter Soldier, which is like one of the best solo films. American Sniper, which is also it's a very good fucking movie. I feel like that was the, the kickstart for Bradley Cooper. What are you thinking? Who, who should move on here? <sighs> just going through it. If it goes to tiebreaker, we know who's winning. Yeah, I think 2014's got to move on then. I think it loses Iconic. I think it's possibly deeper. And the box office goes to 14. Okay. Are you, are you disagreeing here? No. I'm fine with the decision. Okay. 2015, taking on 2020. Um, Look, I don't want to waste anyone's time. This podcast is getting long. I think 2015 just moves on. <laughs> 2020, we had like six movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're just looking at it. Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> it's the biggest box office movie. <laughs> Nomadland. Soul was good. It did give us Onward, Tenet. But then it also gave us Wonder Woman 1984. Palm Springs, which is a good rom-com. Very but good like, movie. That's a below average year. I mean, that's a lot of recency bias. 2015, I mean, you have the reboot of the Star Wars. That's iconic. You have Mad Huge. Max, which we didn't love you that much. You have the much, reboot of the still. Jurassic franchise. You have The Martian, one of my personal favorites. You have The Big Great Short. Uh, you have Inside Out. Like, it's, it's not close. It's 2015. Revenant, Ant-Man, Age of Ultron. Moving on. The Jurassic World, or just Jurassic World. That's what I, I just fucking said, Jay. 2016, taking on 2019. The year we graduated versus the best year of my life so far. 2019? Yeah. Why is that? I just did a lot that year. Fuck yeah. A lot of traveling. Good thing you got it done before COVID hit. It's 2016, Captain America Civil War was top grossing in the world. Did you hear that, Ty? <laughs> the mic picked it up. <laughs> Rogue One, top grossing in the States. Moonlight was top rated on Rotten Tomatoes. And the Best Picture winner, 2019 Endgame. Top movie. Oh. Um, both wide <laughs> and domestically. Oof. Um, that smells. Uh, Parasite <laughs> was the top rate on Rotten Tomatoes and the best picture winner. Ty, I know you're going to make the case for 2019 to just fucking win this whole category because you're a 2019 movie snob. It's a great fucking year for movies, Jay. <laughs> it's it's an incredible move. Uh, it, come on now. Endgame. Toy yeah, Story. Cool. Eh. Spider-Man Far From Home. Very good. Batman versus Superman. Joker. Us. Hobbs and Shaw, good movie. Knives Out, 1917. Now, you don't think it's a case of- Once Upon of, a Time in Hollywood. You don't think it's Ford a, versus Ferrari. You don't think it's- Godzilla, a, King of the Monsters. I didn't even like that movie that much. I just need Falcon, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Jumanji, Parasite. Like Yesterday, which was 1917, fine. I don't know if you said that. I did. But here's a legit question for you. You don't yeah. think that this year looks so much better just because we finally started like actually watching all the good movies? No. No, I don't. I think there's just a lot of really good movies that were also popular this year. I think I think they kind of figured it out this year, and then COVID fucked us. That's what I think. 
Okay, iconic wise, do you think 2019 is more iconic? It is. It's got in game. It's the biggest <laughs> cinema. Yeah. I'll just move it on then. 2019. Okay. I, I don't think I can argue with you. I know. I know. 2019. You're gonna probably try to win, win this whole. Um. But uh, am I wrong? Well, let's see. 2017 versus 2018 tie. Infinity War was 2018's top movie. Um, Black Panther was domestically though. Crazy. Yeah. And a uh, top rated on Rotten Tomato. Green Book was the best picture winner. 2017 Star Wars: The Last Jedi internationally and domestically. Lady Bird was top rated. Shape of Water was best picture. Iconic Infinity War. I mean. And Black Panther. That's huge, you know, and that's coming up against um, what really, you know, twenty Justice League, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, which is just a lesser version. You got Guardians Volume Two, Spider Man Homecoming. It's just all these lesser versions. Yeah, Get Out, but Coco, Coco's great. Yeah, but I'll take your way Coco. less iconic. Yeah, I mean, I'll take your Coco, and I'll I'll just say whatever Pixar movie came out in twenty nineteen. You know what I mean? What Pixar movie came out in twenty nineteen? Incredibles Two. Are you sure about that? Me. You sure about that? You sure you're taking Incredibles Two over Coco? I take it over Incredibles 1. Gross. So gross. Infinity War, Spider-Verse, Deadpool 2, Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther. Crazy Rich Asians. A Star is Born, Ready Player 1. I think 2018 both iconic and depth-wise when we're just looking at the list of good movies. Yeah, 20. well, 2017 does have, like, Baby Driver, Greatest Showman, Get Out, like we said, Coco, like we said, Out, Three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri, Dunkirk, Blade Runner 2049. The Lego Batman movie, Kong Skull Island. It's got a lot. Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Should we choose this year just so we can watch it? <laughs> it's hard, though. It's the coming up against sick. Infinity War and Black Panther. And, like, that's it's so top-heavy. But even when you scroll down, like, there's still so much more going on with that year. In 2018, yeah. It's a strong year. It just is. I mean, fucking Paddington 2 was, like, the top-rated movie in Rotten Tomatoes of all time at one point, wasn't it? I think it just is. Well, it wasn't top-rated on your little sheet here so you better figure that out i told you it was inconsistent i was tired you think the end of this list is quality work <laughs> you're wrong let me tell you black Klansman, vice love simon that movie wasn't that good it's okay i've heard i've heard hereditary is kind of wild to watch i don't know if it's that good but i've heard it's wild i think iconic it, it obviously takes a kick and i think depth it slightly does moving on who would have known the four more most recent years all moved on <laughs> no that's actually not true it's not true at all we had a two-year gap. 2014 versus 2015 tie. Get into our semifinal matchup here in this bracket. 2014 is the uh, American Sniper, Birdman, that year. Yep. Um, Transformers. 2015, Star Wars, Force Awakens. Um, iconic movies of 14, though. Again, it was Guardians and Captain America. Good In terms of good movies, I'm not saying those movies aren't good, but American Sniper, Interstellar. Those are kind of the, the leading candidates. And you have some fringe guys like Big Hero 6, Lego Movie. Um, though that's kind of it in terms of like the big movies and like the really good movies. Godzilla as well, the Godzilla reboot. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Maleficent. For 2018 though, Star Wars reboot, Jurassic World reboot. I thought Minions was the first one. It's not, but Minions was there. <laughs> you have an Avengers movie. You're looking at 2015, right? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, iconic. I think it takes it. You yep. know, but I'm also looking at depth. Mad Max, again, we didn't love it, but still critically acclaimed. The Martian, I personally love, and I kind of want to watch this. Is this 2015? Yeah. Okay. The big short, you know, Riley's been telling me to watch that. The Revenant, that's what Leo won for. Like, there's Fifty just, Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey. Got Jurassic the horniest World, movie on the list. The Hateful Eight. Straight out of Compton. The Peanuts movie. Daddy's Home. Southpaw. Creed. Good Dinosaur. I Honestly, I feel like we can't even include Walt Disney movies because there's just one every year. I, I think 2015 moves on in both categories, personally. Trainwreck, 
Very good. Get Hard. Kind of funny. It's like 2014 has like Birdman and everything, but like I didn't really like Birdman. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, I think we're not giving enough credit to. for That's very, very, very good. I uh, think 2015's moving on, Ty. Do you agree? I'm double checking. Uh, Fault in Our Stars. It's got the cancer movie in 14. Edge of Tomorrow. Did yeah. you really just call it that? <laughs> it's the cancer movie. Okay. Why are you making me seem like a bad guy? I just pointed out the 9-11 took place in a year and then named the movie that's about cancer the cancer movie. 2019 takes on 2018. Look, what, what, which movie do you like? Which year do you like more? Do you like Infinity War year? Or do you like Endgame year? Have we, we've never reviewed Endgame on the pod, huh? Oh. I don't think we ever did. Really? Yeah. How did we? What's more iconic, Infinity War or Endgame? No, we had to have. That can't be right. I Bad mean, radio. Sorry. It's um, not on here, but that can't be right. Yeah, we, did, we didn't have the scale yet, and we went back for Infinity War. That's wild. So it's like Infinity War, Spider-Verse, you know, those are kind of the Bohemian Rhapsody, Black Panther. Those are the iconic movies of 18, 19, Scott, Endgame. And that's kind of it in terms of iconicism, if I'm being honest. Yeah, that one takes and the cake. I, 2018, correct? No, I'm saying like Endgame just like takes up all the attention of that year. Oh, but I, I would say Infinity War and Endgame are Joker. Even. Yeah, no, I, I sure. Black Panther, though, huge. Yeah, which is and Bohemian Rhapsody people love that as well. So I think we're talking about iconic into the Spider Verse also. Yeah, 2018. It's 2018, and 2018 has some very good movies at the top. However, 2019 is just so deep, man. Like like we said, 1917, Parasite, The Peanut Butter Falcon, Jumanji. Uh, but A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is a great film. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, Shazam, Ford vs Ferrari, Knives Out, Ford vs Ferrari, Glass. I think that was that follow up, wasn't that the? Mm-hmm. One Good Boys movie. is a funny comedy. Hard to do nowadays. Very hard to do. Hustlers, we reviewed that movie. Pretty good. Again, part of it is we just maybe saw more movies from this year. I just I, I feel like 2019 is a little bit deeper. Zombieland yesterday. Do you agree that 2019 is a little bit deeper? <sighs> I I think it is. 2018 does have like Parasite. Star Wars Born and stuff, but... I, I think 2019 is just... This was the year I was thinking of when I said let's make a category based on how many good movies there are. Because there's so many in this year. Which brings us to our tiebreaker, Ty. 2018. I feel like Black Panther's going to help out here. The Avengers are going to cancel each other out. Well, especially because I fucked up and did domestically. But they've all been domestic. Okay. Black Panther, Avengers Affinity War, Incredibles 2, 2018, $2 billion. Woo! 2019, Avengers Endgame, The Lion King, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, one97 billion the difference was 40 million dollars the third the third and fourth ranked years i'm just gonna say it now because we're pretty much through this um 2018 was ranked third 2019 was ranked fourth that's wild 2019 came up uh against a year it just could not beat box office that's tough are we sure that doesn't feel right 2018 moving on it just doesn't feel right good i want to review some new movies 2015 taking on 2018 Right? Yeah. <laughs> so if we're looking at iconic, I, I think the conversation is the same thing. You have Infinity War. You have Black Panther. You have Spider-Verse. Like, boom. Those three, you know. 2015 does have Jurassic World. It, it does have The Force Awakens. Yeah. It's got, a Mar- it's got an Avengers movie of its own. The least popular one. Very true. I still feel like I maybe slightly lean 2018, if not a tie. In terms of depth, though, again, I... I Maybe you could disagree with me. You don't have to agree with me. But I feel like 2018 is a little top-heavy. 
it does have some good movies in there, like I mentioned, Bohemian Rhapsody and um, A Star is Born, to name a few. Ready Player One's yeah. good, but it's not like a good, good movie. Whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But 2015, like we said, Mad Max, The Fucking Martian, Inside Out, fantastic. The Big Short, again, fantastic. Revenant, fantastic. The Hateful Eight, a, a Tarantino movie. Okay. I, just, I feel like it, it might 2018 be... does have some depth to it, though. Yeah, but... Uh... Crazy Rich Asians, Ready Player One, Bumblebee, which I've heard is good. I haven't seen it yet. The way I look at Bumblebee when we're talking about these movies, though, is like, is Bumblebee any better than Creed, which is 2015? No. Is Creed any better than Creed 2, which is 2018? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> um, Christopher Robin, has got the Winnie the Pooh movie. Ted 2 in 2018. Straight out of Compton. Instant Family, very good movie. Bring back Mark Wahlberg. Blockers, 2018. One of our more enjoyed comedies. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Got to give that some love. Sean the Sheep movie. Black Klansman, very good. Vice, heard it was very good, still haven't seen it. Hereditary. I. It's tough. I I do think their 2015's got some strong depth. 2015 also gave us the really shitty Fantastic Four remake. <laughs> um, Magic Mike XXL. They're like, hey, you want to want to see the sequel to the Dick movie? Let's make it extra large. Well, we're given we're given 2018 the iconic, right? 2018 gets iconic. 2015. I don't know. I don't think one's deeper than the other. Truthfully. See, 2015 is pretty iconic too, though, with reboots of two massive franchises in Jurassic World and Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is the you know one of the it, it did more domestically than the Avengers movies. Star Wars is huge. You can't argue. I mean, Star Wars is Star Wars. You're 100 percent right. But Black Panther, huge. Infinity War, huge. I'm not arguing it's more, but I'm saying I don't. It's they're it's, close in both. Yeah, they are close in both. I, I'm not going to argue that. Because I don't think you can, which brings me to box office. Do you want to go to box office? I don't know. I Remember, I said 2018 was the third highest grossing movie year of all time. That's fair. So do we think 15 is... Well, now you're making me choose. You sh- this is why you shouldn't have told me. That's why it's a tiebreaker. It isn't because I can anticipate what's going to happen in the tiebreaker. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's tough. I, I do think 2018... It's Stars Born probably levels out with its Martian. The Bohemian Rhapsody probably levels out with Mad Max. And then we're looking at Infinity War, our top movie of all time. Yeah. Black Panther. Lots of respect to it. Into the Spider-Verse. Lots of respect for it. Crazy Rich Asians is a fantastic film. Those two kind of go hand in hand there, I I guess. Once we get to like the 20 range in 2018, it kind of sucks. I mean, you have Creed. You have the the 20 range of like 2015, the first Creed. Ted 2, Hunger, J- Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2. Okay, so it goes to a tiebreaker. Uh, then. But I don't know. Now I don't know. This is close. This is really close. It would make sense that the championship round for the years we've been alive the longest to actually remember movies and digest quality content. It's going to be close. It's 2015 starting at 20. We have Mad- 20 for like box office. I don't know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Mad Max, Daddy's Home. Divergent, Peanuts, Kingsman, The Good Dinosaur, Spy. I think that was that. No, that wasn't that. Trainwreck. Trainwreck, very good. Creed, uh, Get Hard, kind of starts to thin down. Ted 2. And we go starting at 20 for 2018. Fantastic Beast sequel, whatever. Ocean's 8, Ready Player 1, Bumblebee, Creed 2. Uh, Rampage, I think that was that Dwayne Johnson movie. 
Fifty Shades sequel, Christopher Wa- Robin, Green Book. Wasn't that like a really good recept, like received movie? Yeah, one best picture. The first Purge, not the actual first Purge, but that's the name of the movie. Skyscraper. I think that's the other Dwayne Johnson action movie. Instant Family, Blockers, Tomb Raider, Pacific Rim. I don't know, man. Black Klansman all the way down at 58th in box office. Vice. I don't think we're giving enough love to Vice. I think that was like an Academy-nominated movie. I'm willing to say 2018. I think that's the correct choice. I think you're right. Hit me with the box office, just so I can know. So 2018 is third. 2015 is actually second with $2.2 billion. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> so 2015 would win if we send it to the tiebreaker because it's got Star Wars and Jurassic World, which heavily carries it, and yeah. Angel of Fun. We're giving a lot of credit to the Star Wars reboot. That trilogy was a flop. People yeah. forget that. I think 2018 is the right choice. 2018 moves on. I think that was like the year before we started the podcast, so it'll be good to... Uh, we started January 2019. It'll be good to do a couple of these movies. Thank you for listening to us for an hour and 45 minutes. Our four finalists for March Movie Madness, again, bi-weekly, we review three movies from each year, um, and then the overall consensus score of those three movies... Um, will be the the winner um so two weeks from now we'll do um two years and then the the two weeks from then we'll do two years and then after that second one we'll know the rankings i think should we do like 94 and 2018 and then do 2012 and 2004 or should we do the two oldest and the two newest um we'll talk about it i don't know yet okay um so every year um we will review at least the best picture that it has to be one of them it just has to um, so that means 94, we'll review Forrest Gump, a movie we've both said is overrated. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, 2004, we will review um, Million, Million Dollar, Dollar Baby, Baby, which I don't think we talked about at um, all. Which, which 2004 was our powerhouse year as well. Um, That's are we gonna Is Anchorman going to be part of that, or do we have to maybe review a new movie? We'll talk about it. I, I don't know, because the same thing, like, is Infinity War going to be a part of 18? Twenty. I don't know. 2012 is Argo Best Picture. 2018 is Green Book. Those are three, four movies that will be locked in we'll decide the other two um probably box office one box office one cultural impact something like that uh, make sure it's the same parameters for each one that way we're not potentially setting one year up to succeed and one to potentially fail um so like 2018 for example if we're doing box office it would be we'd have to do infinity war yeah and then if we're or talking, domestic we would have to do black panther yeah and if we're talking cult classic i would argue we would have to do one of bohemian rhapsody um stars born or black Klansman, just because those are like good movies that yeah. aren't necessarily you know so that'll be the the deciding factor and we'll determine the best movie year of the past four decades it'll be fun hopefully more fun than the stress of this bracket it was very stressful i hope it was fun to listen to ty i wish i had a random rotten tomatoes movie for you i don't we just talked about at least 100 movies yeah there's a lot of movies i don't need a random rotten tomatoes score are you sure i'm fine with it tonight would be the night i'd hit it though give me one Okay, it's going to be one that we talked about. No, I just thought about it right now. We're talking about the greatest years ever. Okay. I remember there was a movie in 2009 starring Jack 2012? Black and Michael Sarah. This is the titled end. Year One. Oh, 38 percent. 14. Oh fuck! What a bad movie. <laughs> be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.